Two Recruiters, One Mike. A podcast brought to you by Talent United, where we talk about business, people, and the business of people. That's Dion Hart. And that is Gary Banks. This is the radio. Welcome back to another episode of Two Recruiters, One Mike, a podcast brought to you by Talent United. Uh, with me, Dion Hart, and across the table from me, the second best Gary I've ever worked with, Gary Banks. Hello. Uh, thank you very much. Am I supposed to ask who the first best no, is? No, I can't tell you. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, when I was in the Secret Service. Okay. Well, you are the first best Dion I've ever worked with. Excellent. Great stuff. How are Dion. we? I'm well, mate. Yes, going well. Good, good. So uh, this is going to be part three of a three-part series on uh, essentially how to – so the first part uh, was how to research – properly before a job interview. Part two last week was how to interview well in terms of getting across to a potential employer what is in it for them to hire you. And today we want to discuss uh, how you interview, how you ask questions to make sure that you get what you want. Because obviously going through interview and the the hiring process is very much a two-way street, despite what some companies would have you believe. Uh, it is very much a two-way street. It is about them getting what they want, and it is also absolutely about you as the job seeker getting what you want. And, Gary, I know you've done – I hear you do a lot of uh, counselling to candidates on what to say and what questions to ask and how to interview. So I'm going to lean on a lot of your experience today because uh, I know you've done a lot of it. So it is about getting what you want from an interview. So h- how would you say – what would you say is the best way to start an interview or start the, the discussion of an interview to lean it more towards, okay, you've told me you're great uh, and you've told me what you want from me and I've asked you, I've answered your questions, I've told you why I'm great. How do you start to turn that discussion to, okay, I have some questions of my own? Yeah, there'll probably be a natural point in the interview where they'll go, now, did you have any further questions? And I guess we sort of go back to the original start of the researching side of things, and you'll have questions that you want to ask in this in this part of, of it anyway. Some of them, and hopefully probably most of them, will have already been answered. If if the interviewer on the other side has done their job right and they've sold the, the business and they've hit and they know what you know beforehand what your hot points are. Uh, again, if you were going through a recruiter, a, a good recruiter would probably prep the client and saying these are the things that are important to this candidate. Yep. So they probably would have covered them off already. But there will always be be some, and even if there aren't, you need to then start asking some some of the right questions, some intelligent questions. So, you know, this is, it's you know, it's all about me, yep. but, but not really it's all about me because you also want to make it all about you in how it benefits them. Yeah, okay. So first question, what's a job paying? Is that my first question? That, that is not the first question, and that would be the, the worst way to go about the it. The worst first question. Yeah, it yeah. is, because it, make, it makes you, you're greedy, it's all about the money, that's all that's important yeah. to me. That, that should be, def, that question should be addressed, and we'll talk about that at the, you know, towards the end, yep. about how you go about that, but if you go and leave with that, that's one of the biggest faux pas you can make in, in an interview. Yeah. Plus, if, if, especially if you've gone through a recruiter, but even if you haven't, there should be some information on the table from both sides and some understanding from both sides around what's on offer and what does this person sitting in front of me want. Especially, you know, I mean, I know when we put someone forward to a client, we'll say, you know, here's a range that they're looking for because, and and equally, 
hopefully the client has told us, the company we're dealing with has told us what the range is and the candidate knows. So every, everybody's at least on the same page. Yeah. There's some, you know, often there's some finer negotiation that we may or may not be uh, privy to or part of or, or assisting in, but everybody should at least be on the same page. So that doesn't need to be and shouldn't be your first question. No, then it's probably better to lead with something along the lines of, where do you see this job going? The progression. What's the progression path? Are looking for it, and, and probably counsel you to, to not just say, "Okay, so what's next with this job?" So you want to yep. get it across, not saying, "Okay, I'm just it's doing this for now." It's a stepping yeah. stone, but you want to know what that path looks like. We will often have jobs where they'll say, "Look, we will look at two types of candidates: one that's prepared to just stay there, and one that wants to progress and go further." Um, and if that's you, um, and that's important to you, that's something you should be should be getting across. So. You know, ask that question. You know, what what is that expected career path for somebody like me? Yeah. You know, and and because that might be a different answer for a person that's not like you. Um, you know, what is that growth in the role? Um, one of the things that again, if you haven't uh, addressed it earlier, one of the, the really powerful things you can look at is you know, say so you, you and you start putting. Uh, I guess I'm suggested across. It's a little bit, you know, neuro-linguistic programming type stuff, but you're about... So I've been in the job for 100 days. What does that look like? Yeah. You know, where am I 100 days down the track? And immediately that gets the interviewer in the mindset of, oh, okay, so they're already in the job, you know? So you're talking about that thing. So when you are asking these questions, you're framing it in a positive sense. You're talking about where uh, you see the, the career path going, you're talking about what's in it for them, but really it's what's in it for you. So, you know, what is that growth in the role? Uh, if there is, you know, one of the situations is you won't be an exact match for probably every role that you go in, um, it, and, and nor probably should you be because yep. you, you tend to go for a role that is going to be a bit of a stretch bit for a stretch, you and it's yeah, the next, exactly. next step up the, the rung if that's what you're looking for. So there will potentially be some... Uh, training gaps there. So how are we going to address those training gaps? And it's a we. It's not just a, you know, what are you going to do for me, yep. but how are we going to, to do that together? You know, what is that is that training program sort of thing? Yeah, I think they're, they're very much so it's a looking forward sort of stuff. And even if you have to preface it saying, look, this is sort of role, this looks great for me, I, I can see myself in this role for a while, but obviously I want to, you know, keep going up within the company. So what's the next move and what's the time frames? And, and trying to get those timeframes aligned. People may not commit to it and say, yeah, you know what, in six months you'll definitely move from here to there and then in 12 months you'll do this or in two years you'll do this. It might be, you know, in, in 12 to 24 months we'll probably look at moving up. And where when that happens really depends on your performance um, in the role and that's the way it should be. Yeah, but you know, I think you're right. It does give – that would give an employer um, – that, that certainly I know if I was interviewing for someone to come work for us – and, and someone was asking me that question, I'd be thinking, okay, so you're, like you say, you're looking ahead. You're not, you're not necessarily just looking at well, what's in this for me right now, but it's how can I grow, which makes me think, okay, this is someone who wants to grow their career within my business, which is great because obviously we all, uh, regardless of who we are, when we hire people, we want them here for a reasonable amount of time. We want them to stay with us and grow for a reasonable amount of time. So there's more to it than just you know, what, what, what's in it for me right now. Yeah, it's, it is what, what are you looking for now and it's also what are you looking for in the future. And they're, they're probably questions that you really need to ask yourself beforehand. Yeah, you need and to know the answers. To know, for know sure. the answers for it. Yeah. And that, then this is the time to get that across. 
And again, it has to be reasonably aligned. If you've had that first part of, of the interview and it's wildly off the mark of where you think you, the, the role was going to be, it was purported to be something, they've to, told it to be something else, and then you go, hey, I'm looking for this sort of thing in the role. Does this, you know, does this role an opportunity? Is there a chance of that happening? And if they are important things to you and the answer is no, well, then I think you sort of have the answer of if it's, if it's the role for you or not. So but you need to get those things out. It's, I find it quite frustrating in that, you know, I, I will speak to people when they want to go and leave a role. And sometimes it's only after a very short time in a previous role. And we'll ask them, I guess, why are you looking to leave? And they go, oh, it wasn't as expected. Yeah. And, and my, my next question, you know, sometimes you want to go, well, did you ask that question in the interview yep. Yep. for it? And so this is your time. Don't. You know, don't say, oh, that sounds all right, and then you get there and they do it. And don't assume anything uh, because you say, oh, oh, that's how it happens everywhere. If you haven't worked in another place uh, before, you've only worked in the one place, you don't know how it works everywhere. Where you do it at the moment might be completely different to everywhere else. Exactly, yeah. So, so you need to ask those questions. And, look, you might get down to the tin tacks and, uh, you know, for instance, in, um, in accounting roles, they talk about all what the work paper's like and, you know, you, you get down to that to that sort of nitty-gritty. If that's important to you, um, you know, one of the things they um, have in the accounting firms is, oh, is there timesheets or is it all, you know, what's done with tech and what's done, you know, without and all that sort of stuff. So you, you want to try and get all of those questions asked. This is not the time to hold back. Um, there may, look, there may be a more than one step interview process and if there is anything that you didn't get to in that first interview, you can bring it up in a second. But if it isn't, this is the time. Yeah. Like, don't be concerned about asking a question that you think might be a dumb question because not asking not asking that question and then getting into a role and finding out that it is not what you thought it was going to be, uh, that's that's the dumb move. Like, yeah. that, that, not, not asking the question in the first place, that's not the, the dumb bit. If you think it's a dumb question, just start that. This might seem like a dumb question. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you're in an interview. Literally, the the objective of uh, the interview was for both sides to ask the other questions. And you know, I mean, employers they they ask their fair share of dumb questions. Yeah. To be fair, so uh, you know, if you're if you're sitting in an interview, don't be don't be shy to ask a question. No a dumb questions, just dumb people. No, that's, that's, not, that's not true. <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, if there's a piece of information that you know, and it's going to be important for you to make a decision, and you and you go without that piece of information, you just Potentially shortchanging yourself, you know. So ask the questions, and, and also don't be afraid to to not be vulnerable, but just to, just to to tell them what it is that's important to you. Yeah, of course. That, yeah. That, if at any time this is, this is it, you know, we have it up on our wall. I can see it from here. It's called our why wall, and it's why that we come to work. Yeah. So don't be don't be scared to say this is why I'm looking in this career. This is why I do what I want to do. You actually will find that's a pretty powerful thing because sure. uh, the employer sees that and they go, "This person really knows what it's all about, and they've they've got it nailed." Um, obviously, you have to know what your why is. That's that's important to, to yep. do in the first place. So, but you want to get that across. You know, you want to make sure um, that you, that you, they know what you're all about and where you're going, and you want to see how that aligns with the business and how you can both succeed together. Um, because, as I said, in most places. If you've got somebody that's got ambition, if it's the if it's that right style of role and, and that allows you to do it, they love it. They want you to have that ambition. They want you to to be moving forward. It, it could be that you just want to. Well, conversely, it could be just you want to go and do a really good job, be around nice people, do my nine to five, and then 
you know, go home to my family. Yep. And that's and when you tell think them. about work. Yeah, and you say, hey, my family's really important to me. So is my work. I want to do this, I want to do that. Do nine to five and then go from there. They'll go, that's fantastic. That's exactly what we're yep. looking for. So that, that's when you find out if this role is a match. And again, they've already gone through, remember, this is the part three. They've already gone through and told you a whole lot about the business already. So you've, you've had in that first part where you've done the research, there are still some questions. So if there is anything there that hasn't been addressed, Ask the question. That's the time yeah. to ask the question. So you've got to get, you've got to make sure that what's in the job is what you want. But you also have to, equally as important, arguably more important, uh, and it seems like it's it's becoming more more and more important or more and more recognised uh, all the time, is that you're going into a role that has the culture that you want and a culture that's going to be the right thing for you and your personality and you know, how you're made up as a person. So how do you go about finding out what the culture is going to be like so that you can align it with what you want it to be like? So you're entering a role in an organisation that's the type of place you want to stick around for eight hours a day. Yeah, this is a fun We were sort of uh, talking about this this topic previously around the culture and, and, you know, hopefully you go into a place that has a relatively clearly defined culture so they, they know about that. I guess, importantly, you, you want to know what type of culture you want to work in anyway. Uh, so if you don't know what you, what you want to have, then it's really pointless asking yeah. the question, to be honest. Um, you can ask, so tell us a little bit about your culture. You, you'll often get a lot of these motherhood statements that are just very wishy-washy and generic, uh, and that's the thing. Sometimes you get people that absolutely nail it. And, again, if that resonates with you, then that's what you're looking for. But you have to know prior to this what it is that you're looking for in a culture. Yeah. And it might, you might say, oh, I need in a culture exactly like this. You, it may be a, a number of different types that all work with you. There might be ones that, that don't work with you and you say, well, as long as it's not one of those, everything yeah. else is on yeah. the table, that's all good. Um, and, and whilst they might not be able to just nail that what that culture is, start asking some questions about, you know, like if the person that you're talking to doesn't own the business, you know, ask them, well, why do you work here? You know, yeah, why have you been here for so long? Yeah, and, and, and ask them, you know, why do people, if people stay around for a long time, why do they stay around? If people don't stay around for a long time, why don't they stay yeah. around for a long time? Those sort of things. And don't be scared. That could be quite a confronting question. Yeah, <laughs> the well, person I, who's interviewing you is the reason they don't stick around. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a bit of a jerk, yeah. I think. I think well, yeah, you'll, you'll probably find that out. Maybe the way that they respond to that, you know, if they go, well, they're just all slackers and we've just had rubbish people. Yeah. You go, oh, no, they couldn't cut it. Yeah, no, they, okay. they're, they're not good enough. And you go, oh, hang on, hang on. There's, there's some there's some red flags going there right away. So yeah, whilst, yeah, I, I think it's okay to ask for that that culture question, you have, you have to assume that the people that you're asking that of know what their culture is and you also have to know what the culture is that you want. So those other questions are, are okay. I mean, there may well be um, you know, other people in the in the interview that are at a peer level to you um, and maybe that's a great question for them. However, if they're also saying that answer right in front of their boss, you know, <laughs> the yeah, answer might be slightly it's different. Really, it's a really hard thing because almost anybody that you ask or anybody who's giving advice on the culture has um, they 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 kind of have a biased view on it because if it's someone who's wanting to hire, they're going to say it's great. Mm. Right? I mean, that'd be uh, it'd be lunacy to say anything different. Like you say, if it's a colleague or a potential coworker and they're sitting in front of their boss, of course they're going to say it's great. If you jump on, uh, you know, there's websites like Indeed and Glassdoor where you can read employee uh, employer reviews. 
they are heavily weighted to people, you know, towards people who think that they've had a bad experience with an organisation. As it turns out, and it's quite often the case, the person may have actually been at least 50% of the problem, right. but because they've had a bad experience, I mean, the research shows they're far more likely to get online and leave some kind of, of a review if they feel like they've had a bad experience than if they've had a good experience. So wherever you're getting your information from, always just keep in mind that there's probably a little bit of bias, but I would advise ask for examples of what the culture is like. So don't just say, well, what's culture like? Ask, well, what, if you're going to do, if you do team bonding things, how often do you do things as a team that aren't centred around just your work? What do you do? Uh, you know, like you say, why do people stick around? Um, because those might give you a little bit more indication than just, well, tell us, tell us what the culture's like, because you're either going to get a bias view or you're going to get a description of how they want the culture to be, and it could, they could be completely out of touch. Yeah. We, we, we counsel our clients to try and be the, honest, the good with the bad, and if their culture isn't or, or their business isn't where it wants to be, to be honest with that, because this person's going to find that out in that yeah, first 100 absolutely. days that we're talking about anyway. So you might as well do it. Yes, you want to get them on board, but, you know, I, I had a, a situation recently where I had a, a, a candidate join a business and on day one they come and they opened up an absolute skeletons in the closet and Pandora's box mm. of, of information. That scared them dramatically. Yeah. You know, that's much better done at, at the interview stage. So, But it's also, it's also worth noting that if you are, if you are in an organisation and you have you have the ability to influence the culture and somebody's going to ask you what your culture's like and you can't honestly say that it's really good, then there's a bigger problem there. Do some work on your culture. It's not that your problem is not that you can't answer the culture question in an interview. It's that you don't have a culture that you're proud of to tell people what it's actually like. So, you know, it, sure, triage the question in the interview, but there could be a much bigger problem you know, at play if you yeah. don't have a culture that you're super impressed That's with right. and proud of. And, look, we've talked about those confronting questions. Again, if they're framed the right way, you can ask virtually anything. Yeah. You know, if it's framed in the positive, if it's an inquiring mind, you know, you'd be permanently be an inquisitive four-year-old type stuff. That's the sort of things that, that you want to do. Um, and you can, you'd can be surprised with what you can get out of it if you, if you do it that way. Um, also, you, you're trusting your gut. And, and again, this is this is one thing, and you, you can have all the things that you can measure as much as possible. But if you've got that gnawing feeling that there's something more, ask that one more yep. question. You yep. know, ask that. And don't look at, at the moment. If it, and if it's something that's going to be a deal breaker, if you're sort of in there and you go, "Oh, this doesn't seem right," at that point in time, you don't have that job. Yeah. Right. So asking another question, even if it is a little bit confronting, the, the worst thing that can happen is you still don't have that job. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, and and it's much better to ask that question and get an answer that scares you and then you, you go, well, that's, that's reaffirmed what I was thinking. This is not for me. Uh, or it might, you, you might reaffirm uh, or affirm what you, the, what you weren't thinking and that this is the role for you. So, you know, you have to do it. I, I don't, don't hold back. You know, don't, don't, don't sort of die not knowing. You yeah, really need sure. to get in there and, and, and do it. Yeah, so... We touched on it before, um, and I know you're a big movie fan, uh, probably the biggest movie fan I know. Uh, so we have reached our Jerry Maguire moment. Mm. Show me the money. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about the money. So, look, the, the rookie error that I've always found in uh, interviews is 
mentioning a figure. Like okay. Putting, uh, right. Assigning yourself to a figure. Right. Because if you say, look, what do you, uh, I want 100 gram. Um, so if 100 grand, the 100K is a figure too high, you might have done yourself out of a job. That possibly could have got you to 100 grand pretty soon. Yes. Yeah, okay. If 100 grand is too low, you've possibly done yourself out of salary. But money, probably yeah. more importantly, you've devalued yourself in their eyes. So it's a little bit like you know, they who speak first losers yep. when it comes to salary. Um, you know, they may well ask you the question, what are you looking at, at you know, from a salary point of view? Um, if you can get that question, I guess, out to them, and again, not the first one that you ask, yep. but yep. You know, and look at it as in asking it in a range. You know, what was your salary range for this role rather than what was your salary for this role? Yeah, right. Okay. So, so that... So you're asking the employer, if you're, the, if you're being interviewed, you're asking the employer first, what is the salary range for the I role? I would absolutely do that. Okay. And again, they might try and do the dance and not yeah. commit to a figure. The, the whole thing is a dance, but keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. And, and going back to what we said earlier in the podcast, there's already an assumed knowledge. It's, it's somewhere in a ballpark, yeah. okay, or else you're not talking. Someone hasn't done their job properly. So it's all, always going to be in a ballpark. And if they come back and go, well, what's your range, you know? When you give your range, and that's much if you have to give a figure, you give a range. Because um, you can't sit there and go, well, you go first. Yeah. No, you tell me. No, well, you go first. You tell me. Yeah, no, you go first. Again, it depends if it's how it's set up. You know, like if it's an ad that you've applied for and it had a range, you said, look, I saw that range on the ad and yep. you know, I'm comfortable at the higher end of that range. Yep. Um, or yep. I spoke to um, you know, the recruiter that set this up and they told me the range. And again, I'm you know, probably towards the higher end, but yeah. I, I'm comfortable in that range. If you have to give a range, you give a range with the bottom of your range being, um, you know, basically your top dollar of where it's going to no, be. No, your bottom dollar. Your bottom dollar. Yeah, so, so the bottom if, of your if range. you're giving a range of, of 80 to 100, then you need to make sure that the bottom figure in that range is the lowest figure that you, you would accept. accept the role. Because if you say 80 to 100, you know, to a man, they'll come back and say, oh, great, because we were thinking about 80. And they might have been thinking about 100, but because you said 80 to 100, they go, oh, I reckon we can get this person for 80. So it's very, it is a very... There's there an, an old-timey word called circa, which we yep, use, you yep. know, sometimes. Oh, I'm looking circa 100, or I'm looking around 100, or so in the those, hundreds. For those listeners under about 40, that means roughly, uh, about, roundabout. Into about yeah, roundabout. Another Latin word, mate, thrown oh, in there. So you know, we like Professor to use banks. those. Yeah, so, you know, again, I'm not being silly about it and trying to be pedantic, but you just say, look, they want to go and, and, and put the offer to you, I yep. guess, but they need to know roughly where they're doing. And if you give them a range, um, hey, the other thing I've said, you know, hey, I'm not allergic to money, so the more you want to give me, the better. Yep. Um, but in, in and around that, you then, so you're getting a figure, but what else is there? So tell me about the other benefits that are involved and sort of talk about what it else, because it, it shouldn't be in isolation about the figure anyway. It should be about the whole, the, the whole the benefits package and what they do and, and the work-life balance and all of those sort of things that are coming into consideration. So whilst that salary part, we, we had one today, you know, for instance, uh, through yesterday in the office and doing some work for not-for-profits. So they, they have a a bit where you can get you know, a certain amount of money tax-free. Yep. You know, so th that comes into play with it. Some organisations have you know, extended super or if you contribute or whatever it might be. Well, we know so some of our pharmacy clients. They, I mean, the, the, the benefits in those packages are 
you know, enormous. You, you get your hourly rate or salary plus super. Sometimes you get accommodation, you get, a, a, you know, a, an apartment or a house to live in rent-free. Sometimes you get your utilities paid. You might get a company vehicle. You might get, you know, paid yeah. flights around the country. So, you know, if you, t if you take a... Uh, if you take a 10k hit on salary on where you think you want to be, but all of a sudden you don't have any living costs, yep. well, then you're so much further ahead. So you're 100% right. You've got to look at what is the full package. I mean, a lot of roles are, you know, we're not uh, the people listening that are just in, you know, run-of-the-mill 40-hour-a-week jobs and you get your salary and there's not a great number of other benefits. So, you know, in some cases, really the salary is it. That's really where the rubber meets the road. But if, there's, if there are other benefits, you definitely want to, A, know what they are, and B, really take them into consideration too. Yeah. So, so you, you've had that. You've given them an idea of roughly where your dollars are at. You know, that's, you've answered all the questions. That's probably it. And then you finish. And look, again, because we talked about it before, who's driving the interview? Essentially, it is yep. the person who's doing the interviewing, so they might finish it up. But, you know, I thank them. Politeness goes a long way. Thank sure them for does. the time. Said that you've had a great time um, meeting with them. And if it is a role that is of interest to you, let them know that. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that. Make sure they know when you're leaving, yeah. you are telling them, this is a role that absolutely excites me. I love the sound of the role. I love the sound of the company. I would absolutely love to join you. Yeah. Be enthusiastic because that is the, that's the last impression they're going to take away. And they might be going to, they might, depending on where you're at and who you're interviewing with, they're going to take that last impression and they're going to go and have a conversation with someone else yeah. about how you were in the interview. Make sure they leave with a good impression. I always say to, to clients, if you look at two people and their skill set and they interview, they looked exactly the same, take the person who's the most keen. Yeah. Because yep. they're, they're the person who's 100%. going, who's going to, to really run with that role. And so that's what you want to try and get across. Again, if it is the role for you, if it's not the role for you, then... Yeah, don't say don't, that. Don't say might that. end up with it. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, have a look at it from there. And then um, you also want to... I guess there is that little bit of follow-up. Uh, again, depending on how you came about the role, um, if you don't, maybe reach out to somebody on LinkedIn. If it's some role that you applied for directly, you might have their email, you might have a LinkedIn, reach out, thank them for their time. If it's gone through a recruiter, maybe express it through you know, through that medium. But it, it's just, it's a nice touch. And, and it also goes a long way. Um, it, it shows that someone's got to follow up and they really did appreciate your time. So, you know, the, the, that's it. I think at that stage, you know, you're just waiting for the offer to come in. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, we might have to leave it there, Gaz. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that's been helpful. If you did tune in to all three of the, uh, the episodes, then, you know, we've taken you through how to research, uh, how to interview well from their perspective and how to interview well from yours. If you haven't, then uh, walk back a couple of episodes and have a little listen. But if you are interviewing, we wish you all the best. Hope you get a great role and hope it's uh, everything you want it to be. If you want to pose a question to us uh, to cover off in either a Talent Byte or a full-blown episode, you can jump on our website, www.2recruiters1mike.com. Gary Banks, as always, thank you for your insights. Thank you very your much. Your humour and your Latin phrases. Just, just give them the people what they want. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe so we can reach more people. And don't forget, if you want to submit a question for our Talent Bite section, you can do so on our website, 2recruiters1mic.com. See you next time.